welcome back everybody to episode 13 right i think it's 12 is it 12 yeah i don't I, you I you you, up you consistently Tom. go one above where you're at which i mean is great i mean no, no, just it, i'll shoot for the stars gordon yeah yeah F- 15 uh, <laughs> episode, episode 45 tonight <laughs> i'm 40 <laughs> <laughs> episode something i'm sitting down uh mike my coach is back again how's it going Going real well. And Justin, who's brought well, the bar with him. I've heard no complaints. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, this is a dry household, so... I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> dry yeah. only is in the company you bring back. I would like to argue episode <laughs> five against that. <laughs> was I here for that? Uh, I don't think so. No. Yeah, yeah, you were. That's when we did the infected beer tasting. Oh, yeah. That Prior, was the well, rat leg smell. On um, uh, Department of Offense. Yeah, that's when we all quit drinking. That was a day. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the worst next day ever. Like, hey, let's drink 15 different types of bacteria that's not supposed to be found in beer at the same time. <laughs> it was a good day. May as well have gone to a chili feed. <laughs> <laughs> would have been just as fun, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would have tasted better. I don't know. I've been to sell better. You're gonna, you're, gonna, you're, gonna put, you're gonna put lacto in your chili or what? Mm. Shut up, I'm, Casey. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> fucking beard hurts. Uh, coming. Uh, Want to have you back on, Mike? Since since you are actually competing here, you're leaving in two days. Mm-hmm. So when actually when this episode goes live on the website, you'll be in California. Mm-hmm. Stones of strength. Yep, it's going to be uh, second year doing it. I qualified this year just by getting invited, actually, because uh, I won it last year. So defending my title. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So what's that all curtail? So if anyone follows any kind of strength sports at all, it's like Strongman and Highland Games mixed together. So um, with Highland Games, a lot of times they'll have throwing events, like it's almost like shot put, but it'll be stone put. That'll be one event. Uh the Husafeld stone carry. Gesundheit. Gesundheit, yeah. <laughs> cream for that. Kind of, a, kind of a different name, but uh, the original Husafeld stone is from Iceland, which is a, where a lot of strongman history comes from. So it'll be an event where you pick up an awkward field stone and carry it on your chest for as far as you can. And then uh, it'll be an atlas stone, so those big circular concrete balls. It'll be a series going from lightest to heaviest, and then another event of going max amount of reps over a bar. Uh, then the last event would be a stone carry medley. So you go back and forth carrying increasing weight stones until you're done. So my back's going to hurt is really what that's trying to say. <laughs> well, it should be fun, though, at least. You oh, know, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Freaking monsoon that we've been stuck in for. Mm-hmm. I know. We, you didn't hear we moved to Seattle. <laughs> I thought the coffee got more expensive. <laughs> uh, and I uh, hear you have this really neat sponsor who gave you some cool shirts to wear while you're out there. Yeah, too. so uh, the Arena Motivation <laughs> is my sponsor shameless. helping me get there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll toot Gordon's horn there saying that uh, it's pretty great. He's helping me out, and I love the clothing. Well, I'm glad. Do you actually like it? Yeah. Awesome. Ooh, that hoodie's the best. No, on your show, he's going to say it sucks. Right, yeah. Just say, keep in mind, we're on video as well. So you can't be like, yeah, I love it. Like, it's not, it's not gonna... Scratching my head. No, see, my... No, I, I, I'm really happy the way the t-shirts turned out. Mm-hmm. Um, less than thrilled with the men's tank tops and 
the hoodies didn't hold out as well as I hoped they would. You don't like it? I think it's comfy. They're, they're, they're okay. Okay. I, I'm going back to the drawing board with those. Good eventually. way to sell your merch. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I took it off the, the... Well, so I moved kind of unexpectedly this spring, and I lost a bunch of merchandise, mm-hmm. and not a clue where it went, so I just took everything down for the time being. Oh, okay. And, yeah. You see, you never found that? No. No, I did not. Uh, yeah, there's two boxes, roughly about $400 worth of material. If anybody sees it out there... What are they, uh, are they bootlegging it out up the hill? I've, well, you, you can bleach them and reprint, or you could take them to your local Goodwill and get the name out there. I'd appreciate that, too. <laughs> if anybody's out there who <laughs> stole my shit a second time. It was last year. Yeah, somebody broke my window in my truck and took everything out. Just for some hoodies? Well, it. I don't think they knew it was hoodies. Yeah, yeah. I think they got, I think they got back to wherever they were going. It was son of a bitch. <laughs> oh man, Marcus, clothing again. <laughs> and also want to have you on, Justin, uh, because you just found out that you're doing this really cool little bourbon trail paint expense yeah. trip. Yeah, that's. I suppose Casey hasn't heard about that yet either because I haven't seen him in months. Yeah, it's been I, a while. I miss you. I miss you too. <laughs> you don't write. You don't call. Uh, I've been writing every day. Gordon, have you been hiding my mail again? Not this time. Oh. Usually it's when it's from the IRS. If it's from the IRS, he's like, Pum, don't you know? <laughs> Well, uh, I have been writing on a very official stationery, so. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, oh, you're the wax seal. <laughs> who, who knew Casey was a uh, prince from Zimbabwe who was going to give me a bunch of money? Your loss. <laughs> Apparently. Um, you can really see it in the beard. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's a dead giveaway. Um, but no, uh, I recently entered, as people may know, I am a bartender. have been doing that for a long time. Um, love me some craft cocktails. That's kind of my little niche in it that I'm trying to work towards. Entered a competition through Woodford Reserve. Um, it was not put out by any beverage rep, so it doesn't matter who distributes to whatever restaurant. If they carry Woodford, they were brought the opportunity. Oh, nice. So what they did is it's called a field day contest. So uh, it was eight or nine states across the Midwest, like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, Ohio, I think Pennsylvania, and then like Tennessee and the Carolinas too. But uh, open entry, make an original cocktail, photograph it well. I actually judged you on the photography of it as well, which I felt like was kind of cheating for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, the two things that I care about in life, it's like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Um, but they were then going to select seven people out of those eight states. Um, to do a full expenses paid trip down the Bourbon Trail to Old Forester and Woodford Reserve, uh, barreling rooms, distillery tours, dinners, everything. That's amazing. Um, and I found out today, this afternoon, probably about twelve thirty, that I was selected as one of those seven. So, congratulations! Yes. I, uh, yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, oh, I'm not a complete failure. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm I, I, good I, at this. I, thing. I did that nervous pace around my house for like an hour, just like texting everyone. Like, it's, I, okay, if one of you forged this, <laughs> I knew it wasn't him. He's not tech savvy enough for that. No, he thought he bought a microphone. It wasn't. It's that. Uh, God damn it! It's a, is it a sex toy? Yeah, it's a, definitely a Hitachi one. It's a microphone. It's not supposed to vibrate, Gordon. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's kind of my uh, my my new news, if you will, and just work on the photography stuff. But I did bring, as Gordon said, the bar with me. I brought everything with, including my home infusions, uh, to actually make the cocktail for you guys today. Ooh. I, figured, I figure we come down to the, the, the den of the beer nerds and, and bring the cocktail beer. All right. The cocktail beer? I, well, I mean, you could do a beer cocktail, I guess. Oh, those are terrible plans, though. Yeah, they are. Usually. Oh, I know they Mike Fredrickson, Fredrickson of Pitchfork Brewing really likes to mix his beers. 
And no, it's happy to do so in the tap like, room. Certain b- beers should be blended. Like sours need to be blended. Sours shouldn't be made. Everything else needs you to just shut your mouth. Yeah, you, you, you're kind of wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go. Hey, Mike. Uh, yeah, I hear that you uh, like black and tans are a thing here. Gordon, go on, Gordon said it was fine. <laughs> Fucking Gordon. Uh. <laughs> Casey, Casey reassured me. Every oh, night's been canceled. Casey missing. <laughs> they found him drowning a padded pint of. I can't talk today. My blood alcohol is getting low. Make it up. Yeah, that's, that's, actually, I brought that too. I'm gonna. We should crack this open here pretty quick before it gets too warm. What is it? Uh, it is Great Lakes Imperial Oyster Stout. So they oysters. actually, um, they shuck fresh oysters, oysters and then add cow nibs during the process. And it lends like a little briny saltiness to the end of it. Hmm. I, I saw it and was like, yeah, no, I'm buying you. I don't care how much you cost. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, I can't remember how long ago, but somebody brought, I don't know if you were there, Casey. Somebody brought in the not in barrel aged or not imperial yeah. version of that. Yeah, I've had, I've had a few oyster stouts, but I don't think I've had that one. Yeah, that's so what, I've, that's I've, never, I've never had any. Mm-hmm. I like oysters. I like stouts. I don't see a problem. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a briny stout. Like, mm. it, it tastes exactly like you would think. <laughs> they called me in college. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you, I gotta be careful what I say about ordering beer. That's what I was gonna say right before we started the intro is I, I, I sit down at the bar, uh, Wild Boar in Oakdale. I'm sitting there and I look at the bartender. Hey, Justin, how's it going? Whatever. I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Anything uh, dark and pretty on tap? And I look to my right. And there sits probably the most beautiful black one I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Didn't know she was there. And she's just staring me dead in the face. Hey. I'm <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, my words don't fill me often, and when they, when they do, it's, it's comical. Gordon's witnessed it like twice. It's wonderful. But then he also is no better. I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, Bulldog. Uh, Mike, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> we, I gotta get Mike to come out with us every now and then. This will be this will be fun. Try it for what? Just out and about. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just, just hey, fun. hey, we're gonna go check out a new whiskey bar, or beer bar, or whatever. I, will well, be I don't know what's harder, to nail down you or to get Ben to come out of his cave every once in a while. Ben, you, you got to know what to bribe him with. Like I haven't known Mike long enough to know what his weaknesses are. Ben, I just food. They got they got bogo cheese curds. <laughs> 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 I didn't think he could run. Um, <laughs> No, because Ben, it's like if you you mentioned a, a couple different types of scotch and he's like running, <laughs> I figure you it's it's something. Well, we'll, that's we'll what I figure out picture too. That uh, telly that we had was it 12? 14. 14. I had never uh, never even seen the bottle before. I thought it was their new Caribbean cask, which is not great in my opinion. But uh, yeah, no, Tullamore 14 finished in four different casks: Sherry Port and two other ones. I'm, I'm blanking on. Uh, delicious. Starting and for fourteen dollars for a double pour, I wasn't mad about right? it. Right? That's not bad at all. Mm-mm. So that's what we did before we came here, and now I've got this lovely uh, bottle of whiskey sponsored by Woodford Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if Woodford Reserve would like to sponsor us, we will drink your whiskey every show. Yeah, I'll see you in a month. <laughs> uh, if I don't come back, guys, <laughs> it's because they offered me a job and I just didn't call anybody. <laughs> Are they like, taking you right into Louisville? 
I'm not 100% sure in a lot of the details. I have to do my, my registration, <clears throat> and the only thing that doesn't seem stra- or does seem strange to me about it is I actually have to get like 1099 on this, even though they're not giving me money. Like, I'm not gaining income from it. Right. So it's a $900 value, roughly, is what they said the, the prize package is worth for seven people, which is cool. Um, but I literally have to like, have my agreement and then have a, an affidavit notarized and scanned and sent to them before I can like finish my registration. Hmm. So if anyone knows a notary that just wants to come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't know exactly what's going on. I don't know what their plans are. It's only three days, which is whatever. Yeah. But they were also smart. They went, hey, we're working with bartenders. We're going to make this a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> so that you can come back and then hate your life the entire weekend. You have to bartend. <laughs> What's wrong with you? He's still hungover. It's Sunday, we know. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're in Louisville, uh, Highlands Cafe, it's strictly breakfast. I think they close at like noon or one o'clock. It's awesome. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> How was that noise? Uh, yes. Yeah, if, you, if you're insinuating that they're going to take me down the bourbon trail and I'm going to be up before noon any given day of that, you are wrong. I was. It's all bartenders, friend. We don't do daytime. Valid. Never mind. Although, I mean, if there's open after bar, breakfast joint that's open from 3 a.m. to uh, to noon, that's how you, make, that's how you make money. That's Prime hours. That's what Mike told me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a killing in a college show. Yeah. If you uh, <laughs> get those stainless walls and floor and big big pressure washers to clean up the vomit. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, I don't miss those days. Oh, it's Mm-mm. so much fun. Yeah. Somebody pooped in the garbage can. Really? Yeah. That's a real story. <laughs> really? Which bar? Uh, it was Boomers when that used to be open. Uh-huh. Uh, it was my first bartending gig after I was a bouncer for a couple of years. and Yeah. Yeah, every uh, everything that could come out of a body that you can imagine, we've cleaned up. Mm. Until the one day we're doing garbage in the night, and we're like, "There's there's a turd in the garbage can," <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like I, there's no reason for it to have been there. The only best guess is that someone just couldn't wait for the bathroom, or like it was full, and just kind of like over the edge of the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm assuming went back out, and I, you know, I really hope it was a girl. Because I, I want her to have gone back out on the dance floor and then like bump and grind with somebody. Ew, <laughs> just... dude. Aren't you, aren't you two married now? Huh? No, I'm kidding. No. Oh. <laughs> I am though, so. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, you if she's, if she's listening, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're a lovely lady. I don't, don't know what he's been saying, but. Me? Not you. What? Never, never mind. Over your head. It's fine. Whoosh. Yes. I'm like half paying attention and I got it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Um, so since I'm gonna do some mixing here, should we crack the beer first or do the cocktails first? Uh, um, beer for you. Yeah, full. if you crack the beer, we have something to talk about while you're mixing the cocktails. Ooh, dirty. I know, right? <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> That's the only reason I did it. <laughs> There's nothing better than whispering to a mic and knowing that you're basically in your friend's ears. <laughs> right. Um, yes. Uh, where's my keys? There should be a box. I got, I got one right here. Just yeah. pop it off with a ring. With a ring. Mm-hmm. I thought you said you were getting a silicone. Huh? I thought you got a silicone. He wasn't talking yeah. about the ring. <laughs> I, I want one eventually. 
Uh, this one? I mean, uh, I, I just don't know what's what here. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, it doesn't matter. Or should we use different glasses and use each I can go get beer glasses if you guys want to talk for just a couple of seconds sure. here. There's no talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mike, you've got uh, Stones of Strength, right, is what's called? Yep. Coming up. And then uh, you were saying you have another event coming up in December. Yeah, so with the 105K or 105 kilogram division, there's a new event called the Official Strongman Games, which is kind of the new way to qualify for World's Strongest Man. It's like the new under the open class um, way to go to World's Strongest Man. So they have an online qualifier, which requires you to do three events of the promoter's choosing. And then you actually submit your events with whatever your score was or however heavy you went. And then you get to see where you rank against everyone else in the world that's submitted. How is it? Do they, do they verify it in any way? Is so, it like you submit a video or is it just you punch it in and we hope to God you're being honest? No, you actually have to verify everything that you did in the video. So these videos aren't just like, oh, he did this weight and then we're all using like styrofoam plates or something like yeah. that. So you got to weigh the plates in the video. So what if it's like a, you know, a Minnesota's strongest man um, where that's sanctions the wrong word um, uh, 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 like I know all the open classes winners went to nationals mm-hmm. from there I mean would that count do you still have to verify the weights or can you say here's the video from this official event you'd still have to have a way of verifying what you did in whatever contest that you had or had participated in to try and use let's say like a max deadlift at a contest you'd still have to find a way to show a record of it online with that video gotcha. and it had to be in the timeline too so you can't use stuff from three years ago yeah well, that, that doesn't seem fair <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i feel like i should be 100 percent able to just submit my max deadlift that i did five years ago <laughs> I, I don't know i think it's silly well, uh, what's the timeline that they give you then a couple months so last year since it was the first year they did it okay, they, it was a really long process they, i think they gave everyone like two and a half like 10 weeks to actually submit their videos and this year (laughs) since everyone knew what it was and kind of knew what the the gist of how to submit your videos were uh how that went it was about a month so they announced that everyone knew that it was coming and uh they announced uh events qualifying events a little earlier so it was only a month that's all i had Hmm? when did the results come out then for who qualified uh, I think they took a week to look at all the videos. So with three videos that they had to watch for every person, and I think they had almost 300 people, it turned to be, you know, it's a pretty long process for some people that just do this in their part time to yeah. set this whole contest up. So it was about a week after we, a week after the deadline to submit that we figured out that, oh, I was in the top 10 or top 20 and I got invited. And so where, do you know where, where did you place then? Oh, if you don't mind me asking. Out of the people that submitted online for the 105 kilogram class, I think I was sixth or seventh out of maybe like 50 or 60 people. That not a bad day. Yeah, that's not bad. So that's uh, December 5th through the 7th in Raleigh, North Carolina. That'd be cool. Yep. All right, we gonna taste this oyster beer or what? Mmm. Briny. <laughs> salty. Let me get my salty. My little earmuffs back on here so I can <laughs> whisper things and all it sounds to Mike. All right, here we go. 
Oh, that is salty. It is. I don't hate it. Yeah, no. Um, let's see. I found, I've looked it up on the website, so we got a little bit of a thing here. All right. Uh, you didn't think we'd celebrate our 30th anniversary without a special release, did you? Uh, in honor of three decades of independent craft brewing, Great Lakes Brewing Company is proud to share the 30th anniversary Imperial Oyster Stout. To celebrate our Pearl anniversary, we added fresh shucked oysters and uh, cacao nibs to this special Imperial Stout, symbolizing the hard work and sweat or sweet memories we've shared over 30 years of independent family-owned and now employee-owned craft brewing. Huh. Um, huh? Yep. So uh, you are looking for luxuriously smooth uh, with wide, with deep diving roasted malt and uh, cocoa flavors and a delicately briny finish. Uh, it's 11% ABV, 37 IBUs. Um, yeah. Pairs with oysters, aged cheese, and chocolate cake. I, I agree with all of that. That was very well written as well. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I like it. Yeah. I think the saltiness is a nice touch at the end. That's good. Although I can, I feel like Mike's not digging it so much in the corner. I can't tell. Them. No, that's all right. It's like it's it's not like super salty like a goza. Um, mm-hmm. It has like it's more subtle. Um, I mean, it's there if you're looking for it. But if you just handed this to me and started told me didn't tell me it was an oyster stout, I think it would take me a minute to be like, there's something here, but mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure what it is. No, that's true. And also, I'm really glad that you said goza because now I know how to pronounce that. <laughs> that's one I never learned about. And I'm on tap right now where I work, and I'm like, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's got it's got agave and, and lime. It's delicious. It's fresh. Just drink it. And don't ask me what it's called. It's 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 salty and tart. Enjoy it. <laughs> Like all my past relationships. Yeah, like <laughs> like I was saying off air, I've had the non-imperial version of this before, and it was the first time I've had an oyster stout. This is a lot nicer. Yeah. The I, the brine came through a lot more than I think it should have in the non-barrel eight or imperial version, where you know you're licking a salt lick. Because we've all done that. Yeah, from northern Wisconsin too. Yeah, no, I didn't say well, I hadn't. I just, I was just that, that wasn't sarcasm. <laughs> I just assume that's what Mike does before he goes out on like, out and out to compete. I get the electrolytes. That's how I get psyched up. I just take a five pound block of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Smelling salts are on their way out. Licking salt. That's what's, yeah, that's yeah. what's coming up next. <laughs> Stick your tongue in a jar of nose torque and see how it goes. Yeah, that's normally what I do. Turns out okay. Stuff almost killed me at MN Strongest. <laughs> oh, you tried it? I'd never, I didn't know what it was. Um, did you, who's, did who's, you inhale? Like, take a strong inhale? No, not so. Who is who's the, the big fella? The um, giant at your wedding, other than everybody Iowa. else. Oh, Jacob Dale. Yes, yeah. Jacob. So yeah. he had it and he threw it and I just, I caught it. I was oh, like, boy. Oh. And I was like, what is this? Because I've, I kind of had a concept. But I thought it was packs, like the individual ones. I didn't realize <laughs> it was just loose. And all I did was open it just to look. It was just like, Poof! Right like I almost went out. Like it, it hit me really bad. And he's looking at me like, "Are you okay?" And I'm just twitching. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I, I went when no one was looking and just ran with the the, the sled medley for a while. <laughs> just had to get it out of my system. Yep. Beat Gordon's yoke carry. Not hard. It was pretty lightweight. What know, was compared it? to five hundred, five fifty? No. Um, yeah, it was. No, it was not. It was six hundred. No, I don't think it was even over four. For your weight class, yeah. For, well, for the amateur open, no way. It had yeah. to at least be five hundred. No, pounds. because as an amateur class, yeah, at least five hundred. No, it did not feel like five hundred. It didn't. I I don't remember what it looked All right, like. I'm looking it up. I remember because you made me carry five hundred and told me it was like three hundred. 
Yeah, I've heard I've heard about these tricks. This is making me apprehensive for the future with us here, Mike. Yeah, hey, this pick is... this up. It's only this much. I can do fucking math, Mike. Uh, I'm not Gordon. <laughs> you start throwing you start throwing kilos at me though. I'm in, I'm in trouble because yeah, that's the right. math I'm not good at because we live in America. Well, like kilos. one kilo is like sixty five pounds or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> That's what, that's that's that that's, that's why Mike's on. in the 105k. Yeah, <laughs> it's all those T skirts. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes that is. I remember that. Like, yeah, no, no. Here, just do these. Oh, I did the math wrong. Yeah, it was. Um, was that was it the farmers? farmers? Yeah, that's the first time he got me. It was, yep. Yeah, we're gonna do 205, and I'm like, and I felt like garbage because I'm like, really, I'm struggling this much with 205. No way in hell I'm gonna do 25. Get to the end after doing, I think we did 100 feet with those. With what I told you was heavier? Yeah, and it was actually 250 pounds a hand? Yeah, you know, slight increase. Yeah, mildly. Pounds. <laughs> yeah. After I finished and wanted to fall over. Yeah, if you're not worried about it, you just do it. It's not as hard. Also true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the same thing with the, the uh, uh, um, yoke. Yeah. Load a couple extra forty five on four forty fives on there when I wasn't looking. Mm-hmm. Oh, he had to do it for you. I do it to myself all the time. I'll get in the zone and slap a forty five <laughs> on a deadlift instead of a twenty five or something like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool. I was supposed to go down and oh, oh, cool. I just did my old max for like five reps. Great. <laughs> That's not a bad problem. To have. Not thinking about it. That's all it is. It's just scaring the high school kids at Experience Fitness. Yeah, they have a yoke at Experience. Oh no, no, thing, deadlift. Thing. Okay, no, they had a, no, well, that thing would be broken in like a day. Uh-huh. Nope, there's nothing better than the Olympic stations and watching a bunch of high school basketball players do plyometrics with PVC pipe in it. Not a joke. Waiting to like deadlift and squat and all that good stuff, and they're in there with like. Just standing on the power. They're st- yeah, they're just standing there, just, just or the guy that foam rolled his legs out for thirty five minutes in it. What? Yeah, no, Keep I yelled. Out. I actually, I yelled at him. They have a stretching area. Yeah, it's called the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Go you home. See that article about the Browns coach, Browns offensive lineman? I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yelling at the guys as they're stretching. Uh, you know, do you think our, our boys on D-Day stretched before they ran out of that beach? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, they also shit themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> There's been a lot of lot of good little, like, I like sports. I don't get into it. I don't have enough to like, like a fantasy or anything like that. But I like watching different stuff. Um, I don't care what anyone has to say about the McGregor Khabib fight. That's a whole different conversation. But can we talk about the guy who said his balls were hot in the post interview? <laughs> he gets done. Joe Rogan's like, "Yeah, let's interview." I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, and he, oh, he's he, fighting a Russian guy. No, no, said, this is, no, this is a different. This is a different fight. This is a heavyweight fight. Yeah, this is this is the one of the earlier ones or the later ones. I forget. But he gets out there, takes here. off his like sponsor shorts, and he's in there and just like his compression in his cup. And he's like, hey, man, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. <laughs> and he just goes, yeah, I know how that goes. And like right back into the interview. If they don't get sued for this. But. Why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. <laughs> it's, like the, the candidness of it is just the best part of the whole thing. My balls was hot. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he was dead to rights in his fight. And he came back out of nowhere and caught his second wind and had him winning, winning. And I was watching highlights. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch fights this weekend. but uh, It's okay. I, I don't get to watch anything good on the weekends because, unfortunately, the way they set up anything for uh, service bars, restaurants, whatever, is no longer by how many TVs you have. 
uh, like say if you want an NFL package or a Sunday ticket or whatever it is, so you didn't get blackout games, you at home will pay, I forget how much. I think it's, well, UFC fights for... Well, UFC fights me, are individual yeah, versus like a package deal. Yeah. Either way... Well, unless you're Buffalo something something wings uh you get uh they have the big contract and so they have a huge well they system. base it on your capacity yeah because instead of being like i where i work at it's a 600 seat full capacity i think roughly i mean 60 seat bar big place and they don't base it on oh we have 15 tvs so this is how many places you can be showing it they base it on all right this is your profit margin for each individual person on the average bigger income so bump it up by this percent and they charge you based on your potential income made or potential like net sales and that's how they determine how much to charge you for it so that's why no place anymore is showing the fights they don't have uh any nfl packages stuff like that because they're getting just screwed yeah Yeah, you can't make your money back on something like no when i when i worked here in river falls it was like oh you guys gonna show the stuff because unfortunately for you know being a packer bar you're close enough to the minnesota border you're getting blacked out it's like, uh, no, we have a 15-seat bar. We hold about 200 people, and it's going to cost us, like, I think it was, like, nine or nine grand or something like that for the season for, like, Jesus unlimited Christ. games. Yeah. And it's like, we're not we're not even going to break even. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's no, no way. way. No, no way. Not with all the other overhead on it. No, no. Yeah, that's a... And people are talking about doing movie night up at Pitchfork, and that was the thing, is that you have to pay per seat for licensing. And there's... 45 seats in that bar and it's not going to fill up on a no sunday mm-hmm. afternoon well i mean that depends on how you want to go about it i mean if you want to sneak your if you just want to you know dvr or whatever in the back or plug in your 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 what is it your fire stick whatever the hell they are yeah, nowadays yeah, yeah any any number of options for streaming and do it that way that would work well i found out uh like the nfl app they when they first came out with that they're doing live streaming only if you had verizon mm-hmm. as your uh, carrier They've opened it up now to everybody, and I can actually catch a few games streaming at home, which is nice because, you know, oh, look, the, I don't have access to the cable, so I'll just watch it on my phone or if I'm stuck at work. But you cannot do the mirror screen. Dis- disclaimer, Gordon doesn't watch football games at work. Of course not. Certainly not on no. Sunday when I was supposed to have a day off and covered for my employee who broke his face. It really feels like you watched some football at work. There, <laughs> to be fair. I don't know. We had the Vikings accurate. game on the radio and I put my, my Packers on, on my phone. The speakers. Yeah. <laughs> it's still on the radio. You just don't get to hear it. Yeah. Uh, no, but I tried to mirror screen on my TV and it, went, it, said it actually blocks you. And even on the Xbox Live and PlayStation Network stuff, you have to you can get a code, and then then if you have a certain TV provider, you can enter the code, and then it allows you to do it. But you just can't have it for whatever that's interesting reason. So who knows? Well, all the all the new streaming services I know, like I have Amazon Prime, and while they don't offer they do a lot of that, they do Thursday Thursday night football now. You can watch any any Thursday night game. This year, it's a lot easier to find. It actually pops up right on the mm-hmm. dashboard. Last year, we tried to do that for a couple backer games, and it was an absolute nightmare to find, and well, it didn't work. A lot of it time. is because the NFL viewership is dropping so rapidly that they're like, oh, no, we need to keep making money somehow. Like, Well, well yeah, it's it's turning into a 
giant political mess. Yeah. Yep. As and is, I mean, everything. Don't get me wrong. The whole world's a giant political mess right yeah. now. But that's... Uh, but no, but even before then, uh, viewership was down because nobody watches live TV anymore. And it stopped being that's about true. the game and the players. It became more about what commercial can we shove at you. Mm-hmm. Even now, you know, oh, look, here's a 30-second timeout. We're going to have the game over in this corner, and over here we're going to have an insurance commercial. It's like, come on. That's really? important. I barely ever watch any games anymore. I can't. Ha- I can't handle all the ads. Uh, I watch. It's uh, true. Mike is very susceptible, and he just buys a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually why we called you here, Mike. Uh, we're gonna have an intervention about your ads. <laughs> <laughs> we're here because we love you. <laughs> that was an extravagant you're, uh, plan. You're, you're here of your own volition because none of us had called you back. Yeah. Not I'm out of here. Okay, I mean. All right, guys. Come on out from the back. We have snacks. So you get Mike into a van. Okay. Free cheese curds. That'd work on us, too, though. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it would. They they wouldn't even have to be free. They just cheat. Like, <laughs> that's like the most elaborately spray painted van, reasonably priced cheese curds. <laughs> oh, how many ounces? <laughs> too much, too much info on those. Well, I found Wisconsin cheese curds when I was out in New Orleans. I want to say two years ago, three years ago. Were they elsewhere? That I didn't ask that far. Fuck them. Like I was just <laughs> never has there been a truer statement. Um, no, that's that's true. Like the Ellsworth ones are making their way everywhere yeah. now. Oh yeah, it's. I want to know <clears throat> if they're still squeaky by the time they land. Oh God, know, no! The they they have to go. Uh, they have to go into the microwave for a few seconds, and then they get their squeak back. Really? Yeah. I feel cheated. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just the way you, yeah, yeah, you know, just get, get their, get their squeak back. <laughs> Did I? I don't really. I mean, obviously, you two have heard. Maybe I've shared with you the story. My old roommate in college, just him and I, two guys living in a house, uh, he worked at the creamery. And I opened my fridge one day to a big, like, two by two cardboard box. He's moved all the shelves. There's just a two by two cardboard box in our fridge. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I open it. It is a two by two, 35 pound box of cheese curds. Oh. Santa came early. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like Mike did just now, too. Oh. Uh, Turns out they were like a white cheddar or something like that. They'd aged them just a little too long so they didn't have like the right flavor. And with being what they are, yeah, you want it to be right. Yep. Uh, So they were going to throw them in, like, unless anybody wants them. He's like, I'll take them. Dear God, I had, four, I, had four heart, I had four heart attacks that month. <laughs> Did you poop? <laughs> I am from northern Wisconsin. That has never been a concern with cheese. We are, we are genetically superior. <laughs> well, that happened. Uh, pitchwork was part of the... Oh, uh, really? You hand me this? There was nothing in it. It's in your hand. Not my fault. <sighs> Some people's kids. At least now when I hit you with it, I won't spill anything. Uh, Pitchwork was in that. Was Casey? Was it Baldwin that did a cheese curd fest? Uh, no, that was the River Falls Cheese Curd Fest. Was it Re- or not River Falls? Uh, Ellsworth. Yeah, Ellsworth. 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 Been doing it for a while. Yeah, but they moved it from the fairgrounds into uh, Summit Park. I think it's called. It's the weird, like stupid medium median park. Like if you're going into East End. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Like there's so there's a park. 
that it's it's literally they they took uh there's like I don't know, maybe an acre of grass between two roads. Yeah. And they're like, this is a park now. <laughs> and they stuck a swing set there. Yeah, River, River Falls does it all the time, too. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Vet- Veterans Park in the corner by the parking lot by like the post office? Or yeah. not the post office, the police station? <laughs> you know, it has a, it's a statue and a bench and a tree. Like, yeah. park. <laughs> I, I lived in this town for 10 years before I moved, and I've never once saw anyone sitting on that bench. Nobody sits on that bench. No, not even, not even. <laughs> Unless you're really drunk and like no, that's like even, the halfway point. Even, like, even then. <sighs> yeah, then you'll sit on the curb. I, I worked at Shooter's Pub for years and never once during last call saw anybody drunkenly sitting on that bench. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that poor bench. <laughs> Gets uh, no love. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, because uh, the weather this year for the Cheese Curd Fest was absolute garbage. <clears throat> and Mike came back to the brewery with probably two or three of those same size boxes of cheese curds. Uh-huh. Like, here, hand these out. They're free. I'm like... No. <laughs> out there, mine. I mean, do I have to? <laughs> I'll bring them home. There were a lot of brewery cheese curds, and it was pretty great. It was. It's, uh... They're, they're, they're kind of limitless in their options. I mean, anything you can use normal cheese for, just use cheese curds. Oh, yeah. you're, you're making or an omelet? Throw some cheese curds in better it. Better yet, you just put a cup of cheese on the counter. Also that. That's what they did. Yeah. And it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. oh, Cheese curds instead of popcorn for like a month. <laughs> oh. Oh. Stop me making my heart happy. <laughs> that or a clot's about to dislodge. I don't know which way we're going. Oh, jeez. I'll just to see this drink that you got. Yeah. All just right. Want to start well, mixing? Yeah, I guess. Um, how big a pours do we want to do? Because, I mean, usually it's figure... Two, three and a half. It's almost a four ounce drink, roughly, because it'd be normally be a, a single serving size. So, I mean, we can do that. I just need to change my portions. I just need to know how much you want to do. Yeah, well, whatever. Okay. You're the expert. <laughs> I'm working, so the more the merrier. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> and a special thank you to Casey for. So, normally, the show is recorded on a Sunday, release on Thursday. Uh, last Thursday, <laughs> I text Casey like, "Yeah, well, it is Tuesday now." And uh, I text Casey last Thursday like, "Hey, want to record in five days, last minute?" And he was cool with it. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Well, this Thanks, has Brad. been a little and, more of a, an easygoing one too. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a little little more just kind of you know BS like. Well, also, I'm not coming off of three shows in a row, so that's kind of <laughs> nice too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we brought you beer and treats of great joy. I mean, right. it's just yeah. it is what it is. Um, and thank you again, Justin, for coming out on one of your few nights off. Yeah, no, it's uh, we're we're trying to set stuff up for the future. It sounds like too, where I can get a little more in depth on some of my other stuff, but we'll save that for that day. Yeah, because um, I have a couple uh, potentially other photographers who might take along as well. No, that'd be awesome. Uh, everything from hobbyist to newbie to pros to can I preview? Is that okay? What's that? Can I preview that show? Sure. Well, so yeah, I, I want to have you on because you have your bachelor's in uh, photography yep. and art. Yep, my bachelor's where in fine, yeah. it's not some schmuck like me with a fancy cell phone that he pays way too much for, and he goes, "No, Look, it's, I'm just, a photographer. it's just it's just a, a schmuck with a fancy camera that he pays too much for." Um, no, it's it's now, the the wizardry and witchcraft that I've seen you do on your laptop, and I mean, just the crap you send me, like, "Oh, I made this on my cell phone." It's like, holy shit! Well, I, that's so. that's a little more design work than it is photography. I mean, like my my background, without obviously getting into the show too much, that we will have save a, a, a good amount of time for to get a bunch of people that'll be super fun, um, is like 
me having my, my degree didn't teach me about how the world works and it taught me about how to make what I want to make. It, it didn't, it wasn't like, Hey, you got your degree in photography. It's a fine arts degree. It's not a, I don't have a, any business classes under my belt, nothing. So it's not like I came out of it and was like, I know how to build a business on this. It's like, I know how to make fine art. That's going to go into galleries. And I know how to make my stuff work for me. Now I'm teaching myself all the rest of it, but no, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, by, by no means if anyone is listening to think that you need a degree to do that. I have friends who tour the world of musicians. I have people who are displayed in galleries or are making six figures plus a year doing it when they are self-taught. You, YouTube and Google and take a class if you can, but you don't have to have a degree in anything to be successful at it. Not anymore. No. 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 It's There's so much information available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that's one of the things I've liked is the you know, a lot of the Ivy League schools are doing the free classes that you can just download and kind of go at your own pace and read professors' notes and you know oh look I have a day off and everybody's working and I'm gonna sit here and read about astrophysics and make my brain bleed. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> well, speaking of making brain bleeds, I'm gonna grab some ice. I'll be right yeah. back. And Mike, thanks again for coming down third time on the show. Yeah, on Tuesday. I know you're leaving early Thursday. I'm excited. And I like being here anyway. It's fun talking to you guys. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what happens. And you said this year is being aired? Yeah, it should be televised. And that's all I was told. I wasn't told if it's going to be on just local channels or what it's going to be used for or broadcast over in Europe because Strongman is huge in Europe. Um, but the main the main thing that I'm worried about is since I had the injury in March of this year, I tore you know forty percent of my bicep tendon off. This will be my first contest back, so I'm just hoping I don't tear it off. That seems like a lot of tendon to tear off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And th- they wouldn't operate on me though. That's the thing. I had a uh, ultrasound. That was their choice instead of using a CAT scan or anything. It's a cheaper way. And it was kind of cool. I could see right on the screen. It was just the tendon where it inserts onto your uh, bone down there. It it just looked like a rope just shredded. Oh, wow. Like like if someone took a knife to a tight rope and cut 40% of it, it looked like my tendon just did that. Well, you showed me the video. Do you mind explaining what happened? Uh, I was doing an axle clean and press. So an uh in Strongman, it's a thick two-inch axle, like on a car. Like, it, it, honestly, it feels like if you hold the beer can sideways, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like second. pop can or regular aluminum can size. I was uh, holding it with one hand facing forward, the other one facing towards me. And in trying to get up to my chest, I used a little bit too much of my arm. And I felt a big, like, it almost felt like cardboard ripping and then bubble wrap, like, in my arm. So I dropped it. And uh, that was the first event. <laughs> Ooh. And I still finished the contest and took sixth out of 30 guys. So, Jesus. It hurt, but uh, hopefully it's healed up now to go full throttle. Yeah, I remember talking with you at Strongest about how the rehab was going, but I didn't ever really get that much detail on how it went. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is good because, damn. Yeah. (laughs) You combine that with a face full of nose torque, I'm having a bad day. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Where's that thing? Uh, how many people are competing this year? Do you know? Have they told you? At the Stones of Strength in yep. Cali? Uh, four. 
No, last year. I think that was they, my guess. It's, <laughs> it's, it's third. <laughs> they try to only bring the guys that really want to try and win. So last year, I think they had about 15 for uh, the whole show. And the thing is, it's not a weight class. Like I, we were talking about 105 kilogram world strongest man. This is like the strongest guys in America that do stones of strength. So last year, there was a guy that was 380 pounds and I weighed 235. So um, it's not like. It, it, they really try and keep the quality guys there. So I'm thinking they'll probably have 12 to 15 again. Sure. Oh. It's the bat signal. <laughs> Robin. That, that reminds me of a joke. <laughs> what did one orphan say to the other? What? Robin, get in the Batmobile. <laughs> oh. It's funny because they don't have parents. Oh. <laughs> uh. Was it uh, the Batman Spider-Man meme? <laughs> <laughs> Batman calls Spider-Man. Hey, uh, what are your, what's uh, Uncle Ben up to right now? I don't know. Probably at the theater with your parents. <laughs> uh, well, actually, <laughs> Batman can't call Spider-Man because they're in different universes, and that would never happen. Uh, false. There has been crossovers. Um, <laughs> actually, <laughs> choose your next words. <laughs> Don't hurt me. <laughs> hey, Justin, are you gonna tell us how you make this? Or is this I'm, I'm, just, I'm just gonna everything. Uh, actually, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna narrate just, while he uh, while um, he does this. I, I, if you'd like, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll walk you guys through what the ingredients are, and then I guess you guys can do with it what you will. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> Wait, wait, who does the best David Attenborough impression? Well, I, I what, I, the monkey now comes down from the tree, like, um, I'm, I'm trying that to, or give me a good Garrison Keeler, like, <laughs> just feel the sexlessness, do it. So <laughs> good Garrison. <laughs> that, that or, just a solid Mark Wee. Mark, uh, Mark Wee. The, the wild Justin. Oh, God. Grabs his lemon in his hand. It's not a real lemon. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> nope. So, uh, <laughs> he grabs his lemon in his hand. Well, uh, SNL. Uh, whoa, who the hell was it on uh, b- b- the Shvetty Balls? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing that back into popularity again. <laughs> uh, who, who's the actor? Um, Shvetty Balls. Ah, uh, is that not Adam Sandler? Is it no? No. Uh, God, it's bothering me now. Yeah, somebody Google Shvetty Balls. I can do think it. Of Shvetty Balls. On the not the community. What's the others? Um, ba, 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 ba. Chevy Chase, Baldwin, Alec Baldwin. Mm. Uh, yes, yes, that is correct. But uh, Mike, I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. So people that want to follow you during the Stone Strength, uh, or, or you know, see the video of you tearing your bicep or anything like that. <laughs> Shut up, man! Don't even Why say would that. you do that? God, you're a horrible friend. No, I'm, I'm super excited for the wondering. next training session between these two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whose bicep is torn now? I am never picking up that sandbag again. I will be posting everything <laughs> that, that I can get uh, I think so. regarding the trip on Instagram. So my name, Michael underscore Congdon on Instagram. And uh, Michael Congdon. So, uh, yes, follow my page. I'll try and make some stories and uh, get somebody else to videotape some of the events. And uh, yeah, that's where everything's gonna be. Hey, Gordon, do you want a sponsor photographer to go with him? 
Uh, if I didn't have an ER trip to pay for, yeah. be a better sponsor. <laughs> you didn't have unlimited funds. ER trip. Any these guys at Blind Ninja Studios just bleed me for every dollar I make. Uh, how? Because <laughs> I ain't seen a fucking dime. I gave them to Carlos. He said he got them to you. That bastard. <laughs> how many dimes? How many did you give him? Uh, like two, two, three, four. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> um, all right. So no, that's that's next year. Tattersall. Tattersall. If there's any sponsors out there, they'd like raspberry. to. That is sour cherry. Oh. Oh. So um, I'm gonna taste that. Yeah. No. You, you wanna try it by itself? Sure. Let's uh. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Yeah. So I'm gonna just taste like garbage. I mean, it won't um, really too much. What, what do you what, what what do you need? Oh, nothing. We're just gonna have him try a little bit of that on its own. Oh, okay. Which you guys are welcome to do if you want to try the ingredients separately. I mean, yeah. lemon juice we've all had. Um, but so that is uh, Tattersall Distilling. They're in Minneapolis. Okay. Um, one of my favorite distilleries, and I don't say that just because I have their product on air with me. Um, <laughs> I actually have been really enjoying their stuff since they came out. Oh, it's awesome. And they they came out with kind of a boom. Um. They're one of the few companies, because when you think about any kind of distilling, I mean, if you're making any spirits worth their while, usually there's an aging process. Mm-hmm. They have been living on pretty much their gin and their liqueurs and like their cremas, waiting for their whiskey to drop. And I believe it dropped this year because um, of the aging process. Like, don't overrun it. So this is, I think, uh, 70 proof? Well, that tastes like the secret 60, ingredient 60, to a man. 60 proof. Uh, if you'd like to hear more about uh, an early distillery starting, listen to our Bent Brew Distillery episodes on the Department of Offense. You guys got stuff with Bent. Yeah, we've uh, we've done three episodes with them. I didn't with know Bartley. that. Yeah. Oh, rock and roll. No, I love I love their products as oh, well. That's I, I looked at their stuff, but that is good. Um, so with this, like, if anyone has had like Cherry Hearing or Luxardo Cherry, the Maraschino liqueur, or even like the Marsaka from Luxardo, which is more those two markets competing, this is very different. It's a higher proof. Yeah. Um, it still drinks super smooth, Ooh. and that tartness really balances it out. So it's not in, industry term. You talk about a drink being fat or a drink being thin. It's just tastes like about, the good. Cough it needs sets. sugar or less sugar or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. This is a little thinner, so it doesn't have that cough syrupy run like you would have with like cherry hearing, where it's really thick and syrupy. But higher viscosity. I still like, and the well, it's the the proof of it. Yeah, and the proof of it helps with that as well. It has a really nice balance, like you're That's saying, between delicious. that sweet and sour nope. tart. I I will flat out drink this by itself. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, I did that the other night, and it wasn't because I had nothing else. <laughs> no, it, it actually wasn't. No, I, I wanted something that wasn't going to, you know, overproof whiskey kick my ass. I mean, I've got rums at home right now that are 132 proof. Yeah, he's in barf. Oh, my God. It's sessionable. You got to cut that. <laughs> it's well, that's, that's, that's what I do. I make, I take, uh, it's plantation rums. I mm-hmm. take their OFTD, which is their overproof rum, 69% alcohol, and I do half that. And then uh, half with um, their pineapple rum. Oh, and then okay. I build daiquiris out of it. You just make nice. it with a, I make a homemade lime cordial. You should so just have, make custom drinks. That should be like part of the show. Every well, time. well, I've, I've he, joked. That's what he does, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean um, here every time. Oh, I so, agree. Uh, yeah. I thought it would be funny. <laughs> and next I told podcast you about this. idea, cocktail hour. Well, yeah. I, I, uh, we're going to start that now. <laughs> we have I, a slot open. Huh? <laughs> I, I thought it'd be super funny to. Well, I know a lot of bartenders. Um, I thought it'd be super funny to bring batched cocktails, like bottle them like you would beer, purge the bottles, all that good stuff, wax dip the tops. But show up with like a couple three seven five bottles of like my originals and bring it to like homebrew bound and just watch the beer nerds go. 
That would be a lot of fun, actually. Just like, well, I mean, think of, I mean, granted, 11.5%, that's not a, a weak beer by any no. means. But when you start throwing down, you know, yeah, overproof stuff, it's like, oh, this goes down smooth. So I got this really cool apple pie that Casey really likes. Why is that not here? Because fuck is apple pie. That's not, <laughs> it's sh- not quite done you yet. Schmuck. Oh, you schmuck. <laughs> have, you, have you had it? Yeah. I've known the guy for you for how many years and I've been asking for it and you still haven't gotten me any. I drank I too much of it. I gave you and a bottle last year, didn't I? No, you've never given me a bottle. Really? No, I didn't get a bottle is, either. Well, I just met you in January and it was not any, <laughs> you did not want to drink it in January. <laughs> I, I, I put everything together last October-ish. I bottled back... <laughs> I don't know when. Sometime in you spring. You should do what the Puerto Ricans do and just bury it in the backyard and then dig it up when you're <clears> time for it. Sorry, honey. <laughs> <laughs> my, my girlfriend's Puerto Rican. <laughs> it's what they do it's with true. their... Uh, with their uh, yeah. Yep, it's Puerto Rican moonshine. I have two bottles of it at home right it's now. It's very good. Ooh. Well, so it's it's basically a, a, a plantain in like molasses or sugar cane, depending on what they get. Yeah. Um, rum, essentially. Yep. But when they make it themselves, it's shine. And it doesn't taste like shine. It smells like funky fruity banana. Oh, it's so good. And then when you drink it, you're like, that's gasoline, but holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Claudia, my girlfriend, her cousin came up, visited us, stayed with us for a couple days, and brought us mm-hmm. stuff from, like, the gift shop in, like, San Juan's airport, which I had to be a little proof. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had alcohol that can hide its proof. But there's no way this stuff was strong because I, I, I wouldn't do what you will. She poured me probably about four ounces of it, and I killed it, and they're like... <laughs> It's, it, no, it's not hyper. Yeah, no, the the stuff that you get out of like oh the dude's God. like the duty free trunk, shop and like, all that. Yeah, and then you go. But then, yeah, if you're, if you're thinking about like we did in northern Wisconsin, all the sketchy places and places, I should have died just to get a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I also saw the picture of you and her family, and you're a giant among that entire. Oh island. God, I mean, like, like every every culture's got people of different sizes. Every every nation, every country, everything. Puerto Ricans are not tall people. <laughs> they are not. I met her grandfather, uncle, cousin, and aunt. The tallest is her uncle, and he's 5'10". I'm 6'3". <laughs> Their house is built for people who at max are like 5'10". <laughs> I walked in, and it's like being down here. I'm three inches off of a ceiling fan, and it's just un gay brutal. Which, for those of you at home, that means what a brute. Um, it's better than the first time they saw me with tattoos and gay diablo. <laughs> 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 I made friends. <laughs> well, they, their family's wonderful people, and they cook like monsters, and it's awesome. Wow. I, they they cook like I eat. Right, and I often forget that, like Ouch. like I was saying to Justin, we were at a wedding uh, in Stillwater last weekend. Yes, yeah, yeah, Saturday. And the bar has a big giant mirror behind it, and we are a head taller than everybody else in the room except for one person. I'm like, God, I forget these things. Oh, well, that was the bar see. spoon guy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the groomsman that walks up, and, and this is my buddy Jake's wedding, and um, if Jake, you somehow get this, love, much love. Um, he's he's the kind of the guy that got me into the cocktail scene. Um, we worked together at O'Malley's Pub in, in Woodbury, and I used to make fun of him for reading his books about wine. Um, and all that stuff. And then about a year later, after he moved to a good cocktail bar, the bug bit me, and here we are. Um, <laughs> but it was his wedding. So this entire wedding party is all cocktail bartenders and, like, Twin Cities people. And they offered to sponsor the first round of drinks. And the bartenders were like, this will be fine. I'm like, no, 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 get ready. <laughs> we're thirsty. We aren't joking around. This isn't like, we all work at Applebee's. Like, no, we are drinkers. This is how it works. But uh, 
No, that was a that was a funny night because the guy rolls up to us. Hi, I'm Brian. Hi, you smell like booze. <laughs> <laughs> it's four o'clock. Well Why done. you start so late? Well, right? yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna slow down because I think it was Brian was his name. I have but no idea. I, I don't know, but he's like, I'm gonna slow down because we got a lot of stuff to do and some more photos, and I don't, I don't want to be like up there trashed at the, like the service. And, he was and, and I, I, we get there, and I'm like, yeah, you don't want to look like a bar spoon just going around in circles up there. You know, figure make you know drinks for the crowd. You don't know your audience. And we look up. Gordon elbows me. We look up to the front, and the guy is just. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, he is the tallest person in the wedding party by like five inches. Yeah. It's very noticeable. <laughs> so he's just tiptoeing, and it's oh no. <laughs> Oh, 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 Pookie. No. <laughs> he wasn't ready. <laughs> but on um, the flip side, uh, Mike, at your wedding back in June. My invite must have got lost in the mail. It's fine. June 9th. Yep. Uh, it's not often I feel like the small guy in a room, and I don't really like it. But I was the smallest guy out of that photo that we got all the, out of, all the oh, lifters. Out of yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, this sucks. The thing is, you got to try and place yourself in front of them <laughs> for the angle. It's like taking a good fishing photo. Well, we took yeah, one yep. photo, and then somebody's like, no, 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 we need to go in front of the door frame for reference. And you look at everybody else, and the door frame looks like a fucking you hobbit hole. You can't see it. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's funny. Um, did we want to try the whiskey on the way around as well, the same way? Yep. I sure. will never turn that down. <laughs> yep. um, so this is... Woodford's, it's the distiller select, it's their Kentucky straight malt. So uh, I may be incorrect in some of the info on this, so forgive me if I am. Um, the way it's been explained to me without, um, you know, putting in maximal effort, and Casey's going to fact check me here, I'm sure, which is good because I, I need it, um, is basically it's an American single malt, essentially, is what it's speaking. So it's it, with your scotches and your Irish, you'll have that that single malt. This is just the American version of doing it. Um, it lends in comparison to their bourbon and their rye, which are great products as well. Um, which is funny because on their little application for me, they made me write why I'm passionate about Woodford. And uh, oh my god, I can't think so of good. a time I've not been because it's it's no frills. It's good product. There's always consistency. I reach for these bottles a lot because I know they're going to work oh. for me. Whew. And it's got big character. The malt on it's just awesome. That's unreal. Man. So um, the straight malt is 51% malt instead of the 51% corn. Oh, nifty. So it doesn't make it a bourbon. It makes it a straight malt yep. whiskey. Yep. Huh. yep. And it, it lends a bigger, more complex flavor. You end up not losing, but subduing the caramel and vanilla and like a little bit of like dried fruit tones you get from their bourbon. Um, their bourbon's more caramely than fruity anyway. I really enjoy this. I chose it for my cocktail anyway just because I wanted those really distinct notes to shine through because I knew if it was something that was more subdued and more sweet, it was going to get overshone by any of the, the Tattersall or uh, My Little House Infusion stuff. Yeah, a lot of caramel. That's wow. so good. See, I, I taste a lot of caramel, and I like it, but I smell vanilla. Maybe my nose is broken. Uh, not not as of lately, but keep running your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I do. I, well, great. I broke it twice in the well, same Well, and pool. also that glass isn't clean as well. I feel like so Mike is just slowly, yeah. as he gets to know us more, just kind of figure out the dynamic of the yeah. friendship. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, all, all we do is drink, eat, and threaten each other. That's it. <laughs> Every now and then we pick up heavy things. Yeah. It's usually plates. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Kingdom Buffet. <laughs> I got kicked out. Uh, I've, I've been booted with two other rugby players out of Blue or not Blue Moon, that's a beer, uh, China Moon. Chinaman. Yep, right here in River Falls. Congratulations. Yeah, no. I didn't even know that could happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I tapped pretty quick, but my buddy kept going, and uh, he's not a large guy. 
Uh, Gordon, you don't. Uh, Mark Einigan. Uh, Casey, sorry, I got a request. Uh, can you pull up the Twitch comments? Apparently, there's something in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, also, could someone's it? watching. Yeah. <laughs> Holy! God, I got a viewer. Oh my God. Woo! Uh, Kingdom Buffet, though, are they closed down or are they still up there? Uh, I thought they were still in business. Okay, I I haven't been there. They, oh, Ben, they, you said it's Ben message you. Yeah. Okay. I can only see new comments starting now. Pay attention to your Twitch comments. Shut up, Ben. Hey, Gordon said he had it ready. He had a <laughs> laptop maybe, over there and everything. I I can't get to it. Oh, I'm I'm just gonna leave uh leave my my Facebook message over with Ben here and just talk to oh, him. Jesus Christ! And yell at him. He can't he can't come out because he's got an early morning, but he can spend the time watching us. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. There's no drive time in there. Lives on Johnson Street. Like I said, that's a really far way away, and it was raining. I don't know. I got nothing. Ben is Ben is a <laughs> I'm star. Trying to help Ben because the twins suck, and he's not here right now. Well, I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> Go Cubs. Um, I'm gonna give this over here to Casey just to check out. Give a good shake here, so it doesn't look like there's mold in it. Because there's not. I promise. Um, so this is Aperol, um, Italian liqueur, aperitif, uh, fruity but not sweet. I infused it with fresh rosemary. I love the sound effects are great. Ooh. Yeah, no, it's it's delightful. Um, this two days in there because I mean rosemary is kind of fibrous and not easy to break down without heat, and I didn't want that to happen. Um, it's a really good, like very big on the rosemary. Holy cow! It gets it gets really nice nose, but the body isn't super heavy with it. Now I want steak. This drink would actually go really well with steak. I'm, I'm actually pretty pumped for you guys to try the final product. The only thing that I've done differently um, that I brought for you guys today is I did not bring the bitters I normally use um, because I'm out of them. Uh, where I get them was out of them. I Ooh, had to resort. special bitters. Well, it's just my, my backup, different ones. So I usually use Bitter Cube, which is another Minneapolis company. Um, they have been crushing the bitters game. Like That's almost every bar I've worked in in the last couple of years has been using their stuff outside of like Angostura or Pay Shots, um, which are, you know, you're not going to touch those ever. Um, they do the orange. Their grapefruit number two is like, uh, or not grapefruit. Jamaican number two is grapefruit and hibiscus, which is one of my favorites. Uh, Bolivar, which is chamomile and cassis. All good stuff. Yeah, you got to make it on the DOO for at least a cocktail episode. Maybe maybe a series. Mm-hmm. Homebrew bound for some, like, we'll figure this yeah, out. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be fun. Um, and it might, I mean, we can figure something out with it. And Mike's, you, I think you already tried that once. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I brought instead today is Hella Bitters. They're from Brooklyn, New York. Um, you'll find these guys a lot at like Total Wine, stuff like that. They're, that is where I not, that is not where I thought they would be from with a name like Hella. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You, I mean, if it was like, Hella. I'm walking here, Bitters, it would have been a yeah. little more sense. <laughs> no, the problem is the uh, the San Franciscans already got, I'm walking here, Bitters. And that's, so that, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> love, love you. Love you. Um, the old LA greeting. But uh, yeah, so the recipe is as follows, I guess. If you want to write it down and try it out at home, um, you don't have to infuse your Aperol. It works out better if you do. Uh, but otherwise, you can sub just a fresh, you know, good four-inch sprig of it. Toss it in the shaker when you're shaking it. Make sure you double strain it because you will end up with little pieces. Since this is infused, we won't have to worry about that so much. Uh-huh. But, and we are going to build it from spirit down, which is not normally the way I do things at the bar, but it makes it a little easier to follow. Big to small as well as few ingredients. So uh, why would you do it spirit down versus not? So I'm doing it like this just for the sake of being able to follow. I'm pretty much going almost in the order that we pass the spirits around. Okay. Um, normally when you're building a, a craft cocktail of any kind, um, you start with your l- smallest increments of ingredients and your least expensive. Okay. Just figure if I'm going, okay, here's three dashes bitters, here's a uh, half ounce of lemon juice, or I screw something up, I'm pitching juice. 
Okay. Mm. Versus like if I pour two ounces of spirit in there and then a three quarter ounce of my liqueur and all this and all of a sudden, oh, I messed up. You're, I just poured the whole cocktail. Yeah. I just ruined the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So I'm just doing it this way today. Um, I'm trying to break myself kind of pouring like that. I want it to be a little more frequently that I pour um, spirit last, if you will. Yep. Um, I am guilty. I learned like this in dive bars. So for me, it's like I have a hard time breaking those habits. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I know. Ditching the juice sounds way better than ditching booze. Mm hmm. So, tried to spill all over myself here because I'm sitting, and this is a weird way to do this sitting. You can stand. I'm, yeah. I'm the, go, the mics I'm, move. I'm, I'm going to. I'm totally going to stand. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is weird. I'm like, I'm making cocktails seated. This is not fun. <laughs> oh, and I'm. Well, okay. You, you, I'm you might be able to stand by Gordon. I don't. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna, you guys still got me good on audio? Yep. yep Perfect. So, I got two ounces of the whiskey in there. Cork that back up. I'm going to do three quarter of an ounce of the. Rosemary Fused Aperol. You can get jiggers that have uh, three-quarter ounce increments, half ounce increments, whatever. Mine is a one and a two just because it's this, the, the most common. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to have one, you should have that one. Uh, three-quarter ounce of the Tattersall Cherry, which is just heaven in a bottle. Can I get you and uh, John from that bar in Stillwater on at the same time? Who's John? The bartender. Jake? No. Who's John? The guy, oh, that the guy from up? Feller. Yeah. Well, maybe. You'd, have, you'd probably have to talk to him. That's No, I'll let you talk. I'm just going to sit here and No, but I mean, the, you'd have to ask oh, him about go, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking dope. No, he just wants you to answer for him right now. <laughs> and, and Ben, if you're still Please listening. Please speak for all bartenders. And Ben, you could still be participating. 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 <laughs> he hasn't even gotten into the cocktail yet, and he's talking like an ass. Participating. <laughs> Uh, if you were here in person, not Good texting thing, podcasting me and commenting audio on Twitch. or anything, you don't have uh, to enunciate. Thank God. <laughs> the last ingredient, as far as your big volumes, is going to be a half ounce of lime, or excuse me, lemon juice. Um, I scaled that down for my initial recipe just because with the orange bitters, it was too much citrus overwhelming it. You weren't okay. picking up any of the bitters depth. Um, so I'm just showing this for that, and then I'm going to quad batch it so we can all have a full cocktail. Perfect. I go a little heavier on the bitters just with this because it's a smaller setup. Um, if you're using any store-bought bitters or stuff like that versus like a, a dasher bottle that you find like on cocktail bars, it, the glass bottle is the nice metal top. Those are milled specifically. The uh, little aperture on the top of these of every single one is going to be different. So for that, it's going to be, you know, oh, three dashes versus this one's five, whatever it may be. Okay. But so that's the full measurements there. And then we're just going to. Actually, I'm just going to triple it, I think. Now the whiskey's going into the cup. <laughs> All right. Minimal spillage. Very impressive, very impressive. Uh, not bad for no poor spouts. Right, and now the other thing is going in again. <laughs> the infused thingy. Yeah, the, the one that makes me want steak. <laughs> Things going into other stuff in focus. There is some thyme in there, you know, rosemary and thyme. That's the best steak combination, I tell you what. And some it's very good. Garlic and uh, butter. Yep, garlic, butter, it's a little like salt Gordon, and pepper. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to sous vide it, too, you know. Throw that in the sous vide for uh, like uh, 135 for about an hour. Perfect uh, medium rare. That's right, this is steak hour now. Don't, sous eating a steak is a bit of a game changer, in my opinion. Uh, it It is a game changer. You 
you can't fuck it up for one. And so like even you know, even your cousin Larry who burns every goddamn steak and makes it taste like shoe leather <laughs> can make a steak and sous vide. It's true. And then all you have to do is uh, you know, give it a good crust after you're done and it, it's amazing. So the first time I heard or saw anything about sous vide, it was a, a guy out of <laughs> uh, West Coast. I don't know, Justin, if you follow him too, Lift Big, Eat Big, Jim. I know of. Yeah, he has a online cookbook, and he the first time I saw sous vide is when he did um, uh, Bear Sirloin, I want to say. Okay. Sous vide and then finish on a grill just to sear the top of it. Yeah. And I was like, what is this nonsense and how do I find it? Well, now it's it's amazing. Yeah, and of course, my my boss at work has a sous vide the, the humdinger bat, uh, yep. machine. Yeah, I would, yeah, an emergency circulator. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, they're like, you can get them for like 80 bucks now. Well, yeah. They're super affordable. What, what, what do you need? Oh, just to get the water out? Yeah. work at all it was so close <laughs> it looked seemed like such a good idea i thought it would work right. That's all right. We're not, we're not gonna... uh yeah no and then uh like chicken in the sous vide like chicken breasts mm -hmm. they come out juicy every time you can't you can't dry them out huh. which is yeah because there's nowhere else for the moisture to go and so you can get them really well infused with the flavor all the way through yeah. and they're juicy so he just did pork belly they are having a special over at costco and did uh, double digit pounds watch the camera in your head well, you can just like. Best friend is my ears. <laughs> <laughs> fly, Dumbo, fly! I'm glad you made the joke and not me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a table between us. I'm hoping I'll slow him down. Uh, my manager did pork belly, and then he sous vide it for well, overnight. I want to say 12 hours. I could be wrong. Um, but then finished it on the grill, charcoal grill. Oh, oh nice. My God. Yeah, it's No, it's it's definitely a really interesting way to cook. Um like a lot of people are now talking about the the Instapot. But there's nothing that you can do that you like like if you already have a pressure cooker, like the Instapot, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense to me. Cuz all it is is a pressure cooker and a crock pot I'm mixed so together like I don't know. It smells terrible. You, you no one will like it this pass them over here. Mm. <laughs> Are we good to go? Oh, yeah. damn. Fired up. So this one's a little less bright than they'd normally be. I okay. Just trying to batch it and yep. what have you. Yeah. Um, I also think it's a difference in the bitters. The orange or the orange bitters from Hell has a little more... A little more citrusy, a little more... Uh, little, a little less bright, if you will. Okay. It's a little more subdued as far as the herb versus like having that heavy citrus. But it turned out pretty good otherwise. I like it. It is delicious. I uh, I would drink seven of these. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then normally this would be served in a champagne coupe, uh, and then just a little sprig of rosemary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get that. All right. Did not have That's any good. champagne. Coupes. There's a lot of different flavors going through that. Mm -hmm. After it, it, uh, it really. Really rolls through a different way. Um, it, I, I went through so many different recipes trying to figure out what I wanted to submit because you know you figure you're competing against every bartender who has access to Woodford Reserve over eight states. Um, and it was like every time I try it, nope, doesn't stand out. Nope, this isn't good. I mean, I did everything from whiskey sours with egg white that had uh, like honey simples in them, yeah. stuff like that. It was just like, nope, this is delicious. 
but it's but too, it's, it's not going to stand out. And it's beyond irritating because you'd send me pictures and descriptions of all these different cocktails he's trying out. <clears throat> of course, he has a day off while I'm at work going. Stop, <laughs> please. I uh, I, f- I feel like or I'm going to be over. In five that's minutes. just uh, that's that's just uh, you know him getting back at you for never giving <laughs> him any uh, any apple pie. <laughs> Touche. It, it wasn't till now. <laughs> now, now I know what I'm gonna do. Right. <clears throat> I'm gonna be like, hey, Mike, I need you to let me know as soon as he's in training. <laughs> just load up his, his Facebook or whatever have you. Um, but yeah, so that's that's it. Um, that is very good. I can see is. why you won. Like that yeah, is I'm, I'm one, of you, one of seven people. Justin, can you show at least the people here the picture that you took? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I, I like your photos when you do cocktails and beers and such uh, when you're out and about because they're not over filtered. Oh, yeah. There's no filter. Oh, okay. So Hashtag no filter. Yeah. <laughs> no, like it's this. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know if he did any editing. Well, I edit them like anything you see me post has been processed through at least Lightroom. Depending on the photo, maybe a little Photoshop. Do some just lens for, correction. And yeah, lens yeah. correction, a little color correction. Because I mean, bar lighting is much like in here. We have five different color lights in here right now yeah but no everything that i do is is based on just using me out and about drinking it carrying a camera mm. here i'll pull up the actual version instagram's not gonna do it damn human I mean, it, it'll, it'll, it'll do it but it's there's no point because you're looking at that cropped photo do 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 you're the host, man. <laughs> but if there's dead air, it's your fault. Yeah, I know. Ooh, that's... What? We've never, ever had dead air, and we certainly didn't have a freaking cricket on here. What? Did you ever find that cricket? Gordon, you can way? leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we murdered the cricket. There was a, there was a cricket hunt, uh, and there was a cricket murder. Do you hear the cricket? No, yes, it's yes. wonderful. <laughs> I do. It's just, I was finally and going back and listening to old episodes and that. I brought my uh, own. It was, yeah, it was like a two-week period where every episode just had chirp, 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 chirp. With the worst comedic cue ever. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't get its own timing right. <laughs> That's beautiful, Justin. Because we were, we were Thanks, recording man. episode whatever with uh, Theo. From Minneapolis uh, that's nine or ten, I think. Yeah, nine. Yeah, uh, ten. We'll say ten for argument's sake. Um, and I, I Which could means hear it's probably nine. Yeah, <laughs> I can. It's episode forty-four. <laughs> uh, I could hear the stupid chirp sound. I'm kind of looking around at everybody else, like no one else is reacting. Am I? Am I losing my mind finally? What's going on here? <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. Well, yeah, that we had been recording for a while with it, and so I was just doing my best to ignore it. Like, if I, I, if I don't say anything, it'll phone. go away. It'll go away. It'll go away. All right. Well, Gordon, we've been recording for an hour and fifteen minutes. I don't know if you have a dismount. I don't care. You want He's never had one. No. <laughs> I, I hey, this was it's a this, hell of uh, a drink, Justin. It's I mean, very good. I, Holy shit! I just keep. I don't have anything else to say. I'm just sipping on this while you guys chat away. I'm just happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's goddamn good. Yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, I say the only thing left I have to say about it is uh, the name. Oh shit. Oh. It's oh. got a it's got a name. Uh, it is called Hendrickson Road. It is named after the little dirt road that I grew up on in northern Wisconsin. Because there's f- four ways you name things when you're creating. <laughs> you name it after some of its ingredients. You name it after something sentimental. Or oh, excuse me, three ways. I shouldn't say four ways. Who doesn't love a three-way? Um, 
Or you name it after something completely out and just uh, in Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> yeah, that, that took a turn. I like beer. You don't care about PJ or Squee. He's lifting weights. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I. No, no, no. I just want to do the entire Matt Damon bit. Look at my calendar. Donkey Dick Doug. Have you seen my calendar? Uh, but yeah. Oh boy. You need, uh, you need, what, what was the third one? Uh, so one is uh, after its ingredients. Two is after something like Sun and Metal or close to you. Three is uh, something just out in the middle of nowhere. Like think about most two thousand songs names. Like it just doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> yeah. um, and there was a fourth one. The fourth one is uh, they call it the literary, which is where you name it after something that makes you sound way smarter than you are. Oh. I call this drink Apollo's desecration. What? No. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Covers two categories. <laughs> but yeah, well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I was, uh, I'm glad to be able to make it for some people. And here's hoping I'm not outclassed heavily when I go to Kentucky. Because uh, I've noticed that when I'm in a room with cocktail people, it's always uh, vests and ties and dress boots. And I'm very much Vans hats and flannel shirts. Yeah, well, like, just remember I'm, that you can probably outdrink all of them. Yeah, they're going to find out I'm from Wisconsin. Am I the only one? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be one other guy from the other side Baraboo of the state. or some yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, how do you end up here? Eh, you know. Everyone else is going to have the little taster, and then you're going to be like, oh, no, I'm from Wisconsin, and then they put a full glass down there for you. Here's the bottle. <laughs> My work function last week, two, week, two, two weeks ago. We had a big old hoo-ha meeting from 8 to noon. I kind of love a hoo-ha meeting. Oh, I do love the hoo-hahs. <laughs> Stereotypical corporate Would you say it went smooth? nonsensical bullshit. Uh, went over, and then they had this big, oh, we're going to have social hour now. And it's at um, Punchbowl Social or something over in Minneapolis area. Uh, there's probably 10 people at the bar, and they're kind of debating among themselves. Yeah, should we get a beer? Should we not? Mind you, it's 12.15. And I walk up, well, I'll get a tall of that. And immediately, it's like, oh, he's from Wisconsin. Yep. Right, because you're going to have a full glass? Well, they didn't know what to do. It's like, yeah, it's... It's a bar. I'm clocked out, so thanks. Don't you order a drink and go sit at a different booth? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's free to be over on that side. Oh, I was going to ask... Uh, what were the punch comments that we were supposed to hear? Or not punch. God, no, I'm saying punch bowl. Um, the Twitch comments that we were supposed to read. What was it? Oh, uh, all of this is by Duck Hill Workshop. Weird. Yeah. The guy Isn't that, he only like six blocks away or something? Yeah. Like, he yeah. could just like stick his head out the door and yell. We'd probably figure it out. <laughs> right, of course, Surprise I Surprised he didn't run over here and be like, hey, check your comments. And then run back home. Yeah. <laughs> He yells at me for being slow, and he goes trying to participate. And I go, well, you know, maybe if you were here right now, you'd uh, There's a couple open seats here, big fella. Yeah. Um, at some point in time, he goes, Gordon smells funny. I think that was right out the gate. It's uh, it's it's nine nine twenty. I mean, he doesn't have to be back to the home for at least a couple more hours. Yeah, his wife's pretty understanding, too. Uh, he certainly doesn't get paid to take clients to Twins games. He's still bitter about that one. And he, he wouldn't have cheese curds left. Gordon would have eaten them already. <laughs> True. <laughs> he takes a thing and puts it in the other thing. I think that's when we're talking about the ingredients. Uh-huh. And yeah, he's a big fan of putting things in yeah, other things. Not Adam Sandler, it was Alec Baldwin, followed by Dammit. And then two dimes not to rub together. 
I'm assuming that's my uh, I, 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 discussing my I, rent. I feel like I'm just like listening to somebody try and write a book of proverbs over here. <laughs> like, oh, let's let's have some good play on words things. Oh, he's got two dimes. I'm gonna rub them together. <laughs> yeah, two Jeez, dimes rub them together. You're gonna have a good. Uh, he has an up- <laughs> ben hasn't updated his puns since like the 30s. <laughs> well, there's a reason why he's called Grandpa. That's, that's, there's more than one reason. Now, say here, say, back in my day when we had dude dimes, he rubbed them together. <laughs> Good old gray bush. <laughs> All right, should we get the fuck out of here? We should. Well, we've been doing this a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, guys, I got I got enough stuff here to make at least like six more rounds. Oh, well, in that case. Well, in that case. Well, we're still we, gonna turn off the it, mic. No, <laughs> no, it's another thirty minutes. Beat the record. <laughs> we don't need to do that. <laughs> Thanks again, folks, for listening to episode whatever this is of Rules of the Arena podcast. Uh, you can find me at Facebook and Instagram at Built in the Arena. Check it out and make sure to go follow Justin Collins and Mike on their Instagrams as well and as they're kind of through their adventures. Uh, you want to say what their Instagrams are? He doesn't know. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, mine is just my name, Collins underscore Justin. Otherwise, Facebook is J.E. Collins Photography. And mine is Michael underscore underscore Congdon on Instagram. <laughs> you underscore can... <laughs> on Instagram. He lifts heavy things. <laughs> <laughs> the bicep tear hurt more than we thought. <laughs> and make sure to go check out the other shows on Blind Ninja Studios. You can find them at blindninjastudios.com. Thanks again. Check you next time. Uh-huh.